We've made it to the end of another year, and with 365 days comes at least 365 different news headlines throughout the year. We break down the biggest stories from 2023 and look ahead to 2024 today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. I hope that by the end of today, your head is spinning. It is Thursday, December 28th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. We are just a few days away from a new year and all the dad jokes that your heart can contain when it comes to people saying, I'll see you next year or on January 2nd. I haven't seen you since last year. But we're going to talk about the news headlines today. But before we get to that, we want to remind you about I Believe SC. I Believe SC.net. That's where you can go to get your I Believe license plate. Putting this on your car tells the world, or your world, that you believe in the power of Christ unto salvation. So make sure you visit IBelievesc.net to get your I Believe license plate today. These license plates are funded by the donations of Christians from across the state. So you want to make sure that you support them and support the work that they're doing. And when you get your I Believe SC license plate, Make sure you also send us a quick note that you also want to get a Palmetto Family sticker, and we will gladly send you one of those as well. They look good on the back of any car. Double up. Make sure you get that done. I believe sc.net. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser here with you on the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South this Carolina. One? It's this one. 2023 was um, a year, uh, and as we draw toward the end of the year, we do we do look back and... We like to take stock of what's happened in our lives. Um, I think we all do that on a personal level. We look back at the things we wanted to achieve and that we wanted to accomplish in 2023 or the, whatever year it is. And we take stock, we take inventory, then we look ahead to the new year. So that's what we're going to do on this show today. We're going to look back at the year that was in 2023, what happened here inside the state. We won't get to everything. It's hard to get to everything. Obviously, there was a, a big trial down in the low country and oh, yeah. a bunch of other stuff happened there. And, well, we won't touch on that stuff, but we'll look at some of the some of the big things that happened here in the state. Um, I guess I guess we can start. Uh, I'll try to do it in chronological order as best I can, uh, but let's look at a few bills first. Obviously, um, ESA bill passed in South Carolina, yep. major win for education freedom. educational freedom. Yeah. Um, uh, major win there. Uh, Representative Brandon Guffey's bill, Gavin's Law, yes, um, which is a sextortion bill passed unanimously yep. in both chambers right. and was signed into law by the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, one step forward in the fight and in the work and in the effort to curb um, sexual deviancy, really, in and then using that sexual deviancy to extort people and human trafficking and all of this. And we're going to be talking with you next week about what's to come in this session. So both of those are passed. Obviously, the bigger, uh, the big, not bigger, all of them are big, the the big headline-grabbing legislation that was passed was the heartbeat bill mm-hmm. uh, that was passed again, signed into law again, and then upheld by the Supreme Court this time in a 4-1 decision yeah. because of some changes to the court um, with uh, Justice uh, Gary Hill moving on to the bench. Conservative judge uh, brought to the 
brought to the bench there in the South Carolina Supreme Court. I, I think it'd be remiss if we didn't go back and say that the Human Life Protection Act also passed the state house. It did. Um, not house the state house, uh, the House of Representatives. Um, we came a few votes short in this Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it, no doubt, is the most pro-life piece of legislation, the strongest pro-life piece of legislation that is politically viable. And for those of you that question that, um, once again, we came a few votes shy in the Senate. Um, and we're going to continue to fight to ensure that uh, as many if it, and all abortions in the state of South Carolina, all those innocent human beings, those children inside their mother's wombs are protected mm-hmm. um, from the heinous, heinous act of abortion. And so the Human Life Protection Act did pass the state house, and we're going to continue to work to make sure that it uh, gets uh, positive traction coming up in the years ahead. So those are a couple of legislation, pieces of legislation that were passed. Obviously, more recently, Chloe Cole visiting the state of South Carolina up in Spartanburg to discuss and kick off our Help Not Harm campaign as we push forward yeah. to protect children uh, not only allowing them to be born, but also protecting them once they're here and making mm-hmm. sure that these children aren't victimized by this uh, gender I- ideology that is that is warped. The other one was uh, Vision 24, took yeah. place back in March, really kicked off the campaign season. At that point, on the stage, there were two confirmed presidential candidates. Vivek Ramaswamy Vivek and Nikki Haley. And Nikki Haley. But then a few would go on. A few would go on. Asa Hutchinson. Yes. He's still in. Apparently, I don't think he's withdrawn yet. Does Does he know? He knows he's in. Does anyone else know? I don't think so. He's, we might be the only two people who still know he's running. He's polling at um, negative thirty percent. Yeah. Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy were confirmed. Asa would go on to declare, as would Tim Scott. Senator Tim Scott. Uh, great day in Charleston that Huge. day, uh, really kicking off the, the campaign season. And, of course, those candidates will be rolling back through here yeah. in just yeah, a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Um, of course, we know that the Iowa caucus is less than, uh, goodness, uh, about less than 20 days. 20 days. Uh, and then, of course, New Hampshire and then Nevada. And then, of course, the one that chooses presidents. South Carolina Usually. coming up on November, whoa, February the 24th. It's going to be um, an exciting time for a few weeks here in the state of South Carolina. Of course, the polls still indicate that there's a large lead held by the former president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And so how much time, energy, effort, money is spent here in the state mm-hmm. remains to be seen. But for now, we know that some of those candidates are still planning on coming uh, as they have been barnstorming the state for the last, uh, goodness gracious, year um, to to be here and earn the votes of South Carolinians. So a great way to kick off that season all the way back in March. A lot of a lot of people were there for that day, and, you know, uh, it, it was a great turnout. It was a great time. Um, I, I enjoyed having some non-presidential candidates there mm-hmm. who spoke um, truth to the room that day. We kicked off the day with, uh, I think, one of the most brilliant men on Capitol Hill and one of the most brilliant women on Capitol Hill right now, Senators um, Kennedy, Kennedy and Marsha Blackburn. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, conservative uh, uh, voice uh, from the state of Hawaii, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. So Correct. it was a really good time. Mike Mike Johnson. No. Mike Rogers yes. was there. Uh, 
love Senator Mike Johnson um, and the uh, Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. He was not there. Um, but Mike Rogers mm-hmm. from the state of Michigan, not Alabama. It was a great time. Yeah. Had a lot of great people there. And, um, wow, it's hard to believe that was nearly a year ago. Uh, about nine months ago. Wow. Uh, the national and international news. I'm putting my paper up in front of me. Uh, Midge hasn't <laughs> seen this during my show prep. Hold on. Uh, did you rank them or just No, this is they, just as, they as they came to my mind. Okay. As they came to my mind. Uh, 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 the GOP primary begins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then President oh, Biden. So we're talking for the upcoming year. Well, the primary season really okay, began okay, in terms okay. of people declaring, okay. and you had debates, yeah. and no one watched them. And then Biden announces his reelection. Yes, after spending some time in the U.S. Virgin Islands, where he is right now, uh, while the world quietly burns. burns. Uh, <laughs> we found out that Donald Trump will be facing multiple charges, indicted on four different occasions, yeah. 91 total charges. Criminal and we had civil. the mug shot around the world, yeah. Um, yeah. where he looked glowing. Yeah, um, he looks so happy to be there in Atlanta. We had the Kevin McCarthy saga after the 2022 <laughs> election that didn't see a red wave but saw a red drip. Kevin McCarthy won on the 15th ballot. I will continue to say that Hakeem Jeffries has lost more speaker elections than anyone in history. <laughs> and that um, razor-thin majority that Kevin McCarthy had <laughs> has only been sharpened. Well, um, Kevin McCarthy not only barely won speakership, he held it for, what, about seven months? Yeah, pretty cool. And then was booted uh, because he allowed an opportunity for one motion to vacate to bring up a, a revote, if you will, a recall election. We thank Matt Gates for that. I guess he. Um, I guess that was that a cup of coffee and a half there. In yeah, the they, you know when you're in the when you when you play major league baseball and you get called up to the bigs and you're there for like a week. They say you had a cup of coffee in the bigs. Yeah, uh, Kevin yeah. McCarthy had a cup of coffee in the speaker's office. Yeah. That's why he was there most of the time. Um, so Kevin McCarthy is removed. Mike Johnson becomes speaker out of nowhere. Yeah, out of absolutely nowhere. And I would argue we've become a. I would argue you have a more conservative person leading the leading the Republican caucus in the House. If you'd have told me back in April as I walked through the halls of the Congress, you know, the, the Capitol with Mike Johnson, weird name flags, drop, him. Um, that he was going to be the next speaker, uh, I wouldn't have believed you. Absolutely wouldn't have believed you. The Ukraine war continues to drag on. Public support for that war in the United States has dwindled uh, greatly. Um. George Santos was expelled from the House. Who? Hey, yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe Speaking George Santos. Maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. Bob from who knows? Uh, classified documents. Oh, yeah. Classified how many, documents. How many people big, did we gig on this? All right. We had, we had Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Trump, Joey B. I'm, I'm sorry. President Biden. Please forgive me. Beside the Corvette. And um, then Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Pence. Pence. Yeah. Um. There were, I feel like there was one other name. There might have been, that, but those are the three I remember. We had a big issue with classified documents. Tucker Carlson fired from yeah, Fox News. I was at his last public speech the day he was fired. Yeah, How crazy from, was yeah, that? Yeah, the Heritage event. Yeah. Uh, New York banned gas stoves. And big gulps. Yeah, well, that was years ago. Years ago, ago but you know, um, making lives more fun in the Big Apple. The White House had a cocaine problem. Ish. <laughs> I mean, I think the problem was there. They would say the problem was there isn't enough of it. Well, the problem might also never, never mind. Just <laughs> so they had they had that cocaine problem. How about this one? There was a train derailment in East Palestine. Yeah, a little one. I mean, there's train derailments all the time. But said but but Mayor hey, Pete. but hey, the water's got that cool rainbow effect now. Yeah, don't drink it. So 
You'll grow a third hand uh, out you, of your can forehead. Can you realize how long ago that was? That was like February. Really? Yes. Yes, because when, when Tulsi Gabbard came on our show, shout out, um, we talked about that. That's right. And she had just come from East Palestine. Um, let's wow. see here. I'm looking at a few more. In March, Secretary Mayorkas told us the southern border is not an issue. <laughs> and then, well, as he said that, it was bad. How about this one? The Chinese spy balloon. I saw it. Literally saw it. I my, did too. My son and I, I was out driving on down errands. I-20. Yeah. And then Russell Fry ordered F-22s off the coast of Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Leave it to, to South it Carolinians yeah. to shoot it we, down. We'll we had a fake one right here. Yeah, on we had wall. one on in the, the, the no, pictures. No, that wasn't the summer. That wasn't the summer. No, that, that was, was back. It was back cold. February. Yeah. January, February. That's right. It was around. It was in February. I take that back. It wasn't the summer. There have probably been a few more spy balloons in February. We just didn't know about or it. after that. Let me make sure I've hit all these before I get to these final few. Oh, dear. Um, October 7th. The Hamas attack yes. in Israel. These yes. are national, international stories. Um, but the brutal attack that we all woke up to on that Saturday morning yeah. here. Um, and I, I remember sitting on my couch that Saturday, not caring about the football games that were on TV. I'm, I'm Is the world coming to I'm info-grabbing, trying mm-hmm. to see everything I could. Uh, that has led to pro-Hamas protests in the streets. These are not pro-Palestinian protests. These are pro-Hamas protests. When you shout Intifada Revolution... That that's yeah. That's not pro Palestinian. That it's is pro Hamas. That is from the anti Jew to the city. That is wanting yeah. to see the elimination of Jews. Yeah, and absolutely. to that end, we have college presidents who, yeah. well, you know, calling for the elimination of Jews. We just need context. You know, a few ex college presidents. One, at least context. one. Well, one, and Claudine Gay is hanging on by the skin of her teeth. And that also opened the door to the fact that very few SNL skits are actually funny anymore. Uh, except the ones with the new guy who does the Trump impression, which I find fantastic. And then now that's also led to just continue to snowball. Mm. You know, the world is your snowball. See how it grows. Um, Iranian proxies are trying to bottleneck the Red Sea, which is one of the largest trade yeah. routes in the world. Yeah. The Houthis they're are being- using drones, and they're on little little raft boats with their machine guns. And the United States is showing no force or, or no backbone. Well, and the, we we have escorted these ships through, and I can't remember what operation we're calling this, like defending something. Operation defending trade? Yeah, something stupid like that. Um, Lloyd Austin named it something. And of course then, he did. There's not a real battle and for then, him to name. So. Uh, but 24 of these in the last couple of weeks. It's not good. No. It's not good. We still have American. We still believe there are Americans who are being held hostage in Gaza. We have significant problems when it comes to Americans being killed and wounded in airstrikes in Syria and in Iraq and um, obviously in the Red Sea by these Houthi pirates. Um, we, we still have the... And all of this, again, is backfiller for what happened in 2022 with the Afghanistan withdrawal. So all of this shows weakness and your enemies pounce on your weakness. So that's what happened in 2023. You caught your breath yet? 2024. What's to come? We got stuff coming up. It's going to be a big year. What's to come in 2024? Obviously, the big news will be that uh, we do have an election coming up. Is that right? That is happening. A few of them. That is happening. Uh, The election will take place. Including every... At a certain time, in a certain location. To be determined. Including all 70 of our state general assembly members. 
uh, yes. will be up for election, all 170 of them, coming up here in uh, about 10 months. The Iowa caucus, Mitch mentioned this earlier, the Iowa caucus uh, takes place on January 15th. Yes. So we're just over 15 days away from the Iowa caucus. The first in the nation uh, New Hampshire primary January the 23rd. takes place on January 23rd. So again, we're and then South Carolina's is February 20th or 24th. 4th. I'm, I'm blanking. 24th. Yeah, Thank you. Good. So 22424, uh, easy to remember yeah. if, if for some people, is the date of the primary here. And so you're going to want to make sure you have both of those. And again, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated on, on those as, as they come up. Uh, it'll be a wild election cycle. I don't think there's any question about that. I, I feel pretty confident that Donald Trump's going to be the nominee. Um, uh, all polls indicate. And, and water polls. But a pretty, pretty good guess that he'll be the nominee. What does that look like, by the way? It's going to be uh, raucous. Whether, whether, you agree, whether you agree with the charges against the former president or not, it's immaterial. They exist. Yeah. So you'll have a president who is facing... Very much bogus, politically motivated charges. Sure. 91 of them, four indictments. I, I'm with that. But he's still being charged with them. He's being he, There's an attempt to hold him off the ballot in Colorado right now. Michigan struck down an attempt because it's ridiculous, but Colorado upheld theirs. Mm-hmm. Will that be appealed to the Supreme Court? Most likely. Most likely. One could make the argument that it might be a positive for it not to be for some candidates. I'll leave that alone. Um so you have a president who's being a former president who's being actively held off the ballot of the primary in a certain state. There are attempts across multiple states to do so: California, Michigan, etc. Based on one word that was planted ye- <clears throat> ye- over media. a year and a half ago: insurrection. Then, then it gets better. The current sitting president would be what eighty-six thousand years old at the end of his second term. Not only that, his son is facing charges of tax fraud, and he had the gun charges. Remember, he defied a subpoena. Now the House in their impeachment inquiry is looking into whether Joe Biden coordinated that, which that would be an abuse of power and would be cause for impeachment. Against the big guy. So you have a president who might be actively being impeached. Meanwhile, the southern border is under uh, under siege, under attack, in my opinion. Uh, you have a vice president who's going to go out on the road. We'll get into that in a second. Whew. War in Ukraine, Europe. War in Israel, Middle East, and and we're getting ever closer to a potential war in the Far East with Taiwan and China because we're sticking with the one China policy, which is basically we're just not going to do anything. We believe it's one China, Taiwan doesn't exist. But if you attack Taiwan, we'll defend Taiwan. It makes no sense. Reagan had this thing. It was peace through strength. Yes. You know, listen, every once in a while, the 80-year-old would flex his muscles a little bit. The Teddy Roosevelt theory of walk softly and carry carry a big stick. stick. Yeah. Uh, I, I... what is what is our peace policy these days? Peace through weakness, peace through apathy, peace, peace through, through peace through give the bad guys money and let the chips fall where they may. Peace through blah 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 blah. If peace we, through I'm gonna get on the plane and go to Delaware. Oh no 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 no. Virgin Islands. Correct. It's a little warmer down there. A little warmer down there. I get my I get my uh I get my tan. My vitamin D. Summer Olympics are happening. Woo! In twenty twenty four in Paris. What if they'll have the cab odd, driving this year? What are the odds? What are the odds that we see massive protests at the Summer Olympics? Uh, against what? <laughs> against what? Against a, a lot of stuff. Against a um, current uh, against a current war. Against a rising retirement age. Could be anything. Minimum wage. Um, global global warming. warming. Climate change. Mm. Could be anything. A lot of things happen in Paris. 
how far does the Biden administration continue to push on abortion, LGBTQ plus issues? How far do they keep going? I have a clip, I'm not going to show it, of a lieutenant general basically saying that she hires and fires people based on their personal circumstances. Oh, thank goodness. We don't live in a meritocracy. We live in a victim-based society. I'm not going to show this one either, but this person, (laughs) thank you to Libs of TikTok for this one. I just don't feel like trying to find a bleep button. Um, Talking about if a family member dead names you over the holidays. Which holiday? Then then you use a kazoo. If anybody and you blow the kazoo in their face. Yeah, if anybody can write in and tell me how to dead name or how not to dead name someone, I'd love to hear you, your you, explanation. You call them the name that you call them. You you call them the name they want you to call them. So if they're if you've known them their entire life, if you've known them their entire life as Eli because they're a boy. Uh-huh. But then they decide they want to become a girl and so they change their name to Elizabeth. Eli is a dead name. That person doesn't exist anymore. I'm calling technical foul because, you know, I don't think there should be any gender-conforming names. Eli should be a name, you know, like like Justin. You want to be a chick named Justin? I said chick. I'm sorry. Would you like to be a biological female named Justin? There you go. Justine? Good recovery. Just Knock yourself out. Michelle, Michelle, whatever. Go with it. So that's the dead name thing, but you should blow a kazoo in their face. What what Sorry. we do need to anticipate, and what I've seen on, because I I'm a I'm a news connoisseur in that I uh, don't watch it necessarily, but I do keep track of what the talking heads are saying. Ugh. I want to thank Tom Elliott on Twitter for this one. This is a mashup. Listen, because you're going to hear more of this as we get closer to November 2024. The, these people, these are people who are telling you they're smart. Donald Trump becomes president. Here's what they say will happen should the big orange man get in the White House again. What would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president. Um, it, it, because if he is, you can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada, we can't go to Canada because eventually Canada will become annexed to America and shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah, that means he can shoot the first lady. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer, and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Terminate the Constitution. Rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail or their rights might be suppressed especially minority groups in society. You might have any number of things happen to you and your family. Every one of us, our freedom, our liberty, none of us is safe. It's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Assassinate generals. Ordering troops uh, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. He's going to basically burn the house down. He will unravel the institutions of our democracy. Draw similarities between Mussolini and Hitler. Adolf Hitler and Benito Mussolini. Makes Donald Trump even more dangerous. He wants to take away your vote. Senate and the House are immediately going to be paralyzed. People will begin in their minds to censor themselves. They might say, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. This is the end 
democracy. Yeah. I think that could be the end of our democracy. But democracy is dead if Trump is reelected. Cozy up to Putin that democracy will be at risk. The absolute destruction of the Justice Department as we know it. The Justice Department could be entirely transformed. I am really concerned about that. Every person who was associated with the attempted coup elevated in the administration. He's reelected. He will curb transgender rights. The end of the rule of law. Arrest political opponents. To persecute, not prosecute, but persecute his enemies. Take a wrecking ball to the rule of law. He's going to make the law. Everyone else will have to follow. A vote for Donald Trump uh, may mean the last election that you ever get to vote in. To go after the independent and free parts of American civic life. He would tear down our institutions. Purge the government of employees. Department by department effort to weaponize the powers of the government. To use the military to quash protests. Reading the government of all democratic safeguards. Junking American democracy as we have always known it. That he would try to stay in office beyond a second term. That he would never leave office. There's no question. Trump is reelected. He won't leave. Donald Trump will never leave office voluntarily. And what that means is that everybody who wants us to remain a republic has to put every other thing aside and work together urgently right now to stop that from happening. Oh, I'm so excited for 2024. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right, you ready? You ready for this? Liz Cheney's an, Liz Cheney's not smart. This, this is my favorite thing. You ready? If he gets into office, he won't leave. Really? What's your basis on that? Because he left. I don't know if you remember, but on Inauguration Day, we didn't have the normal peaceful... Well, let me take that back. We didn't have the normal outgoing president welcomes the new president. Their wives shake hands and hug. They shake hands. They go chat. Obama did it with Trump. Mm-hmm. Trump didn't do that. Nope. You don't have to do it. He got into a plane. He got into a helicopter. In, in and he left. left. And guess what? He didn't come back. That was on January the 20th or 21st. 13 to 15 days after. January 6th. This idea that if he gets in, he won't leave is a joke. He left. He left. He's going to... He's going to persecute. He could shoot the first lady. He'll get the United States military to go after citizens. He will. He's worse than Hitler. He's worse than Mussolini. He's it's catastrophizing at its finest, and it's anchoring. That's the <clears throat> other issue here. It's anchoring. What we're doing is we're, we're trusted. You can trust us. We're the media. You can trust what we say. Trust us. Believe us. It's going to be the worst thing since sliced Bread. Never mind. It's going to be so bad, you won't even know what to do with all the extra money you have when Biden inflation goes down. It's going to be that bad. Isn't it interesting that everything they said Donald Trump would do, the current president is doing? It, it's going to be so bad when they weaponize the DOJ. Weaponize, it's going to be weaponized. so bad when his children are known criminals. Wait. Wait. It's going to be so bad. He'll start World War III. When he's a doddering fool who can't put more than one sentence together at a time. Like, Joe Biden's a very old 80. How old is he, 81? He's a very old 81. Donald Trump's um, a very young 77. It's going to be so bad when he, you know, like, does these deals. They said this, they said this in 2016. <sighs> 
And again, again, I said this last week. I don't wear a red hat. No. I'm just being honest with you here. These are some of the dumbest people on the planet. And they believe that you should trust them. And they have fooled millions of people into believing the garbage they spew out of their out of their face hole. Now, I'll say this, and we we didn't talk about this uh, in show prep, okay. but I will say this. Trump right. is not, uh, um, President Trump is not helping himself here. If you saw, did you see his Christmas Day message? It wasn't great. <laughs> Wait, which one? The, sp- the, the videoed one on Instagram or the truth social The post? truth social one. Oh, well, that's typical. Yes, it was I not thought it great. Was, I honestly thought it was Fake. No, it's real. Yeah. Well, oh course, yeah. Oh, it's, it's real. Not. Because remember the one time he said happy, happy. Um, he, he said Merry Christmas even to all the again, haters. He again, said that, Merry he, Christmas. He said that before. This is just. It's, it's it's. But when you encourage people on Jesus's birthday to rot in hell, yeah, you can say it. He said all the they're all rotten hell. It, it's, it's, <laughs> that was that was good. That was that was tippy top right there. I'm not shocked by it. Oh, I'm so I'm so stunned. Donald Trump's kind I, of a, not, not a great person. I'm not shocked by it. What I'm what I'm shocked by is the the notion that we're not dealing with two people. <laughs> and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to get in trouble. Okay, that are unhinged. Your can your candidates your candidates are a reflection of your people. The candidates you select are a reflection <clears throat> of your people. Uh, yeah, see, that's where you're going to get that's what more you trouble. Want. And that's I'm what you s- want. But, but if those are the two candidates, those are the two people Whatever that you want. Whatever happened to picking some of the best of us? No. And no. I mean, like. Look at, look at Congress, man. No. I get it. No, I get no, it. We don't, and we don't and do 20 that. years ago, we're I was a celebrity, the, We're a celebrity driven culture. I now. get it. We're, we're a personality cult, is and really we what we, we are. We don't care about the politic. Well. We don't care about the policy. We don't care about well-informed. 20 years ago, two decades ago, when working in a policy shop, I I had a conversation with someone, and the conversation basically went along the lines of, long gone are the days of a well-informed Congress. Long long gone are the days of people who actually prepare, that that spend time thinking through things, that, that believe in the challenging of ideas. No. Now we are in a culture... Where we invest in the polls in mm-hmm. multiple ways. Literally, people pay to have polls done. Yes. But then we invest in the ideology that will be polar opposite to our quote-unquote enemy. Sure. And yes, there are people that are diametrically opposed to us in ideology. But there must be a reckoning of ideas mm-hmm. whereby we all come to some sort of consensus that here's what's best for America. Sure. Now, we're going to be opposed, no doubt about it. And I'm not saying that we capitulate to woke ideology or that we give in to the crazies out there. The problem is there's crazies in our own camp. One more for you. From yeah. uh, This is from... Hops off soapbox. This is from... This is from uh, and do- do- dodges, <laughs> dodges the bullets. Yeah. This is from... The hate mail, send it to justin at palmettofamily.org. Sure, I'll delete it. Um, <laughs> this is from Jen Saki's program, Circle Back. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Peppermint Patty Listen, goes to Congress. This, is, this one wasn't included in the mashup. Here's the latest thing that Donald Trump will do. Liz Cheney's been talking about that I am also obsessed with is kind of 
what damage he could do within government without even necessarily breaking the law, like how he could use the levers of government to bend to his will. You've worked in government. What scares you the most? Well, the possibilities are almost limitless. And I spent nearly two years asking that question to people. And and I wrote it in this book, Blowback, but to try to paint that picture, to try to understand what he would actually do by talking to all of my former colleagues at different departments and agencies under Trump and asking them that question, what will happen in a second term? The biggest concerns for me are on the national security side. I think Americans still don't understand the full extent of the president's powers and things Donald Trump could do bubble wrapped in legalese that would be damaging to the republic. And one of those that I've noted is there's something in the White House called the Doomsday Book. And for the first time, DHS gave authorization for me to mention this publicly. Uh, And the fact that there are concerns that that book, which is supposed to be used to protect the country in instances of armed foreign invasion or rebellion, it's the president's most extraordinary powers, could be picked up by Trump and used for domestic political purposes. He could invoke powers we've never heard a president of the United States invoke, potentially to shut down companies or turn off the Internet or deploy the U.S. military on U.S. soil. Uh, We don't know because, you know, the things that are in there, the emergency powers of the president aren't widely known to the American people. So that's a big worry for people like me and others about what he could do. But that weaponization of the government could extend across the interagency to places where we haven't seen it before, the Department of Education, the Department of Veterans Affairs, ways to wield that power and those budgets to help his allies and to hurt his enemies. And to be clear, those aren't just elites. To Donald Trump, his enemies include people who live in blue states. I remember Mm -hmm. him not wanting to deliver emergency aid to blue states because he didn't like them, because they didn't like him. I mean, Miles, the doomsday book, I think it's safe to say we don't want in Donald Trump's hands. Anthony, one of them. Remember when it was the red button? We don't want someone like him holding the nuclear codes. Miles Taylor is, a, as you saw on the screen, former deputy chief of, of something to the Department of Homeland Security. Um, how can someone be in government that long and be that stupid? That is the very definition. Miles, uh, come on the come on the show, and and take up. How long was that? That was two minutes. Take up two minutes of useless time telling us everything and nothing at the very same time. Donald no Trump, one knows dooms, what the, the emergency dooms, powers of they, the president they left, are. They left, they left the doomsday book there. The doomsday book. Wait, what do you do? Do you blow the that dust off of it? That is the very definition of elitism telling the American people, you don't know how to read. Emergency powers. And most Americans don't know what the emergency powers of the president because are. Because you can't read. He's going to weaponize the DOJ to go after his political opponents. See, it's the same thing. He could turn off the internet. He could do a lot of stuff or maybe nothing. But likely he'll do everything. Perhaps. But who knows? What am I getting to here? Gracious. I'm getting to the point that 2024 is going to be one heck of a year. Maybe a black swan type of year. Uh, See it don't. We are now entering mutually assured destruction. Because if Donald... Here's, I'm just letting you know, if Donald Trump wins the election in 2024, half, maybe over half of the country will declare the end of democracy. Which should be ended. If It never existed. If Joe Biden wins in 2024, half or a little over half of the country will also declare, this is the end of democracy. My vote means nothing. It 
We're living in a system that's rigged. Yeah. All of that could happen. Well, and 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 wars will continue and rumors of wars will continue. I think you know where I'm going now. My encouragement and my admonition to you in the year of our Lord 2024 as it approaches, which by the way, I imagine I'm going to mess that up on the first show. Um I'll ding you. Thank you. The the thing we need to remember is where is our hope anchored? Well, listen, we deal in the political realm and in the public policy realm daily. Mm-hmm. We are up to our neck, nose, and eyebrows in it from time to time. It sometimes and is very like easy, it. and it's likely very easy to get bogged down into the affairs of the day. Yeah, and uh, in in Psalms. In Psalm 112, yeah, you, uh, you knew where the I was. psalmist actually read it this morning. How crazy is this? The psalmist writes that if you are honoring the Lord and if you are seeking his wisdom and if you're walking in his ways, you won't be shaken yeah. by, by, by bad tidings. You won't be shaken by the news of the day. It might discourage you. It might bring you sadness. But if your joy and your aim is anchored in the Lord and in God and in his word, you're not going to be shaken by what's going on. That's right. Because your focus isn't here. Your focus is up. Yeah. And, and we're called constantly to have our focus looking up. Speaking of looking up, Psalm 121, um, verses 1 and 2, I lift my eyes to the hills from where does my help come. My help comes from the Lord Yahweh who made heaven and earth. Yeah. I mean, he, he made he he didn't literally well he did literally but didn't only literally form all that is with his spoken word and then take time to make man from the dust of the ground and then make woman from the man he didn't only do that he made the day yeah and he's not surprised mm-hmm. i mean it, yes sin is sin and brokenness is brokenness nothing that happens in 2024, nor anything that's previously happened in 2023 has ever caught the Lord of heaven and earth off guard. We can have a whole conversation about sovereignty and what that yeah. truly looks like. I mean, he also turns the hearts of kings like the rivers. Sure. And and I, I believe there is a there is a portion of responsibility that is man's, uh, mankind, man and woman, mm-hmm. to elect those or choose those rulers, however their government set up by God tells them that they do that, and mm-hmm. I think America has a great way of doing that. It's proliferated yeah. its way through the world throughout the last 250-plus years. Mm-hmm. However, there is a understanding that God is the one who, as one good old Southern evangelist used to say, he's got it all rigged. He's got the whole, you know, and we've talked about the parade. Does he have the whole world in his hands? he got the whole yeah. <laughs> uh, we've talked about on the show before the idea of the parade. You and I are looking back at 2023 and, you know, the vantage point of, okay, that's so, so Snoopy has, has left the the parade and here comes Charlie Brown Mm -hmm. and he's coming on 2024. Here Mm -hmm. it goes. And, and, and we know that Santa is coming at some point around the corner. However, God is a, Above all of it, he sees and he saw route. he saw the giant turkey at the very beginning, Tom and he sees turkey. Santa at the very end, all at the same time. And he's the one that lined it all up. Mm-hmm. 
he's the he's the one that you know if if a kid runs out in front of um, the the Wiggles uh, parade float. That's a very dated reference. Yeah, I know. Uh, Opals and Bononos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if a kid runs out in front yeah. of that, he stops it. Yeah. To protect that child. Yeah. That is who we worship and who we serve. And so as we look at the little shop of horrors float, <laughs> um, which is twenty twenty four, and it's frightening, and <laughs> yeah. and or maybe it's just a giant black swan. I don't know. Uh, that's the fourth time I've said that now. I Thank know. you, CNN. Um, whatever it is, God's God's there. Yeah, He's above it all, and we just look up and say, "You are our only hope. You are our only help." We continue to look up because yeah. you've got it all figured out, anyways. We in, serve you. In 2024, we're going to be back next week to talk about what's coming in 2024, and we're going to take a deep dive into what's. Is this our last show of the year? It is. We're going to take a deep dive into what's happening, uh, what we're looking toward inside the State House, some different things that you can look forward to coming from us in the coming year. We're going to talk about all of that because starting January 1st, 2024, Palmetto Family is celebrating 30 years of impact in the state of South Carolina. So we're we're excited about that. It's going to be a great year. Huge. Um, we got a lot of exciting for, things to tell you about. For all the for all the difficult things that could rear their heads, we look toward uh, a new year with expectancy, and we look toward a new year with great expectations. I, when you I said expectancy, I, I just had March on my mind. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to March. I'm looking forward to March. Just, There's if, no doubt if, about it. Where, can, bring it on, oh, bring right. it on set. Yeah. Justin yeah. got this from his wife for Christmas. If, he, if you're listening and not just watching... Uh, or if you're listening, because if you're watching and not listening, that's, <laughs> that's really weird. weird. Um, maybe, if you're, like you're listening and not watching, Justin yeah. just held up a mug of that says DAD because in March he's going to be a dad. We're bringing in, we're bringing in a, a little one, uh, gender tiny, unspecified, tiny human. I won't, I won't, you I, won't allow make, them to I won't make the dad joke. I've already made it too many times. Uh, yeah, so when they're six, March is going to be great. March is going to be great, and. Uh, the the lack of sleep that will envelop my 2024 <laughs> is going to be great. I'm going to be I'm going to be operating on all nine cylinders. Uh, so looking forward to that. Looking forward to the new year. Excited to do this show with you each and every week. Uh, we we take it as a great privilege that you uh, listen to us and allow us to break down the news from a Christian worldview and a Christian perspective on the show. If you want to learn more about Palmetto Family, you can do it. PalmettoFamily.org. Uh, click on that invest button if you want to uh, make a, a year end contribution. Yeah. Uh, uh, to our organization. We would appreciate your investment in the work that we do. We're looking forward to an impactful 2024, and we thank you for your support throughout the year 2023. For our entire staff at Palmetto Family, including Mitch Prosser, I'm Justin Hall. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the fastest-growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina. This one. It's the Palmetto Family Matters Show. We'll see you all in 2024. (laughs) 